thanks for clicking. You listen to the time in with yours truly, Tommy Crenshaw. With me, as always, is the man who used to keep a bird in his hat, Mr. Ricardo Lundis. Hey, it was the trip. I mean, you know, I had me, you know, just a little, uh, little parakeet that would keep in my, my, my stovepipe hat. You know, you know, I, you know, I used to, I used to have a really t- tall, tall pipe hat. It was about two feet tall. You know, and, and, and you know, I had like a full bird cage in there. I had a little window. It would, it would sing songs to the people and whistle at them and stuff like that. When Mister Lincoln died, that's what was, that's that's parakeet's name. I, you know, I, I just retired the whole thing because I respect. I, I, I still miss them to this day. You know, I, you know, I still, you know, I like, I like, uh, incense at, uh, uh, you know, on the anniversary of his death, uh, every year. It, it, it was a beautiful bird. It was a beautiful bird. I, I miss him every day. Uh, but yeah, hey, this is, this is to the memory of Mr. Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Mr. Lincoln, we miss you. Uh, may you fly a thousand flights, uh, away from that smelly hat that probably led to your demise. Uh, definitely uh, got a whiff. Uh, it was of that well one. clean. I kept it clean. I would, I would take, I would put him in his normal cage, and I would take it to the uh, professional hat cleaners, uh, and, and get it professionally clean. It, it was just, it was, uh, it, what, what it was was there was a smell that uh, Mr. Lincoln liked, and that's what I would spray on the hat. And, and to humans, it may not be as aromatic, but you know, to to, to Mr. Lincoln, he he thoroughly enjoyed it. He thoroughly enjoyed it, and made him happy. Rest in power. Yeah. Um, yeah. May he rest in power. And uh, speaking of power, we got another powerful guest, as we always do. Uh, the former uh, lawn tool repossession service management guy, Mr. Anthony North. How you doing? Yeah. Uh, Tommy, why do you always have to bring up? I mean, uh, look, sometimes people have to do the jobs that you have to do. I mean, you know, you get into a business and, and before uh, long, uh, you're repossessing uh, weed eaters and uh, tractors. Uh, actually, uh, one time I had to repossess uh, uh, this uh, very, very large uh, uh, some, it was like an excavating tool. I don't really know how the thing worked. All I knew, uh, was that I had a Volvo and they expected me to come out here and take a man's tractor. Uh, the man had a lot of dogs and a lot of guns and it was, uh, it was very scary. And uh, honestly, I hated every minute of it. Uh, and I don't even know what to say. I mean, it was, it, it was a time in my life where I just, I had to do what I had to do to try to get where I wanted. And that was, uh, as the third guest, uh, on time and sports. I mean, that's, this is my dream. Uh, and, and everything you bring up, uh, just brings back some, uh, I don't know, tragic memories, but that's, that's how you treat me. And, uh, yeah, no, don't, I, don't take it as a slight. I mean, I just think if I hadn't been up at three in the morning, watchman, uh, maximum exposure, uh, with that guy with the funny voice, the max, max X, you know, that guy, uh, then so, I seen the tractor getting chased by the police in Fresno. I'm like, that kind of, that guy looks familiar. I'm gonna call that guy up. I mean, I mean, just I don't know. I did. I think it's a good uh, a place that you know you got to that low in life, and uh, it made you rise up to to the man you are now. And uh, I commend you 
for uh, running an honest business, kind of honest enough to work. Uh, yeah, like honest age. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a job that has to be done, and uh, and and everybody out there has to understand. Pay your bills. I mean, if you don't have the money, uh, find a way to get it, uh, but pay your bills, or else, uh, you know, you're gonna have the uh, Anthony North, uh, you know, 3.0 out there uh, repossessing your lawn equipment, and Tommy Crenshaw is gonna be smiling and laughing the whole time on the porch. Uh, just, just watching, watching uh, your your poor wife say, "I need that. Uh, I was gonna cut the grass. Uh, let me, let, let me have that." And they rip it out of her hands and drive away. And and now the now the the whole thing's just shambles. Yeah, but that, listen, if you if you can't, if you're not gonna pay your bills on time, then buy a goat. Uh, that, that's the old way of taking care of your lawns. Uh, I mean, that's, that's what you should be selling. Okay. I'm going to take this from you, but I'm going to leave this goat. Here's $30 and I'm going to come back and repossess that. If I, anyway, but uh, we, we need to talk about some uh, championship games here that happened. Uh, well, first off, the announcement of the top four, uh, our condolences, uh, to all the teams that were left out that are going to be, uh, arguing. Uh, that they should have been in, but uh, everyone kind of saw. So number one, of course, Georgia. Uh, number two, uh, kind of was a surprise, right? Uh, number two. I mean, is- I mean, it's a surprise if you don't pay attention to to to, to sports. I guess. I mean, I mean, you know, number well, they, two. Yeah, they don't have the quorum. So I just think that it's worth noting. Uh, yeah, Michigan's number two. Uh, number three is the real surprise is uh, TCU. And uh, number four is uh, the the shoe Ohio State, uh, who lost the khaki pants. Uh, but yeah, so but uh, but anyway, we need to talk about what uh, the the the, the uh, conference championship games that most uh, teams aspire to play in, unless you're Notre Dame or BYU, uh, some other team that thinks they're too good for this. Uh, so uh, what do you what do you guys want to start with? Yeah, yeah, pals. Hey yo, I I will start with the ones that nobody really cares about. Oh, uh, you know, like, uh, we, we, we'll run, we'll run through those real quick. The ones that nobody really pays any attention to, you know, like, like the Mountain West. No, I mean, you know, uh, uh, high praise to Fresno State. You beat Boise State 28 to 16. Uh, I mean, I'll tell you what, man. I, I, I like that team. I mean, you, you throw them away like they're nothing. Jake Trainer's a man. That guy comes back from all kinds of injuries and he never gives up. He is a, he's a guy who leads his team to the top of a very tough conference. You know, you've obviously never been to the mountains before, uh, but it's, it like, that's not a place that you're very comfortable at for very long. Elevation does some weird stuff to you, man. And Jake Trainer's Trainer overcame all that. Uh, like Jeff Tedford, uh, great coordinator. You know, these guys uh, ran the hell out of Washington to, down to Fresno, got themselves some sunny weather, got out of that, that sad, miserable rain that never stops. Uh, and they've won a lot of games. So Fresno State Bulldogs, I mean, you might say no one cares, but I, I care a lot. I mean, I'll tell you what. Uh, I, I do apologize, Anthony. You, you care about your, the Bulldogs, but, but what about Troy? And yeah, Car- hang on. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. We won. Wait, You're not going to ask my opinion on this game. Uh, thank you a lot there, pal. Uh, I want to say this, since you're asking me. Uh, I got no real opinion on the game, other than the fact that if you're going to be playing at one of the hosts, well, I can't say that. There's some good games that play at host teams. But uh, none of them, except for one, happen to be the color blue. Boise State, I would never take a program seriously because 
you uh, you choose to do the blue thing and won't put green turf or grass on your field like pretty much every other uh, team except for Central Michigan with the red garbage. Uh, stop trying to be cute and clever. No one cares about your program. Eh, look, Tommy just has a problem with people who are colorblind. Like he, you know, I mean, I mean, look, everybody knows that Boise's colorblind. I mean, it's it's just something that uh, it's a fact. I mean, Boise State's a colorblind state, and uh, uh, football. I mean, you know, you play there, you don't pay attention. It's blue, green, it's all the same. Whatever, I don't, it doesn't make any difference. Yeah, birds crash into your field, and you've got no problem with it. They're not crashing. They, look, you don't it, have it, cows jumping so, on the regular. So what? I mean, the birds. The birds have feet. They land. They, I mean, it, it's not that terrible. I mean, yeah. There's no fish in the grass. I know. I know. I know. The birds keep going on and on about no fish in this uh, ocean here. But no, you know. So what? Birds go find yourself a nice little uh, tree and uh, you know peck some peck some seeds or something. I don't know. But look, uh, don't don't mock. You know the blue. Uh, the blue is important. It's it's uh, the brand. Uh, you know they they're a, it's a very a proud. It's yeah, a gimmick. Get out of here with gimmick. the gimmick. It's a hundred percent. It's a proud tradition. It's the the proud blue of the Broncos. Yeah, right? wait wait for a team to say we're going to play in a foot of water, and they say oh we're still playing on real football field, but you got to trudge through a foot of water, and then people get trench foot. Like and then uh, yeah, you have guys with feet falling off and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I tell you, I tell you who did play in uh, under a foot of water, and that was the old Sacramento State Hornets that took down Richmond uh, in the Big Sky Conference Championship. That that game was actually played underwater. Uh, it, it was beautiful to see. Like Sacramento State stomped the puddle and they stomped the spider. You don't mess with Sacramento State Hornets. Anybody who's ever ever encountered uh, a bunch of hornets knows this is not the place to go turn around and run the other way uh and that's what richmond spiders did really the spider nest was not successful the hornets came uh and they destroyed 38 31 uh to take home the the championship uh and, and honestly they deserve it i mean big sky conference is all about sacramento state they were 12 and 0 this year uh they rolled on everyone uh and they were one of the best teams in college football uh, without a doubt yeah, so well, not, I, not to bust your bubble, they didn't come home with a championship. I don't know if you understand how the playoff system works there in Division Two. Yeah, I don't, the, I don't, I don't pay attention yeah, to all these. Uh, it's just you in know, the second round your, there, pal. You got all your, your fancy round. numbers and stats and, and stuff. Look, yeah. Big Sky Conference, uh, they won. They were the best. Now, yeah, they go into something called a playoff, FCS playoff. You know, FBS is just behind the times the, with their silly uh, voters and their They're behind the times. You realize that Division One is headed this way, there, pal. In a few years, I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're buying the times. They should have already been doing this 20 years ago. Uh, nobody cares about who you think is number four in America. The game should be played on the field. That's how it works. No other sport uh, in the universe uh, decides who the winner is by a bunch of people sitting around and uh, comparing thoughts. Everyone plays the game. You play to win the game. You don't play to please the voters who may select you over someone else. That I don't know what what you know era that came from but it's all garbage uh but look sacramento state uh they're gonna be the fcs favorite they're a great football team uh and, and honestly i don't even care about the rest of these games that was the only game that mattered can we talk about some real games please i mean all due respect to these other teams uh, i know there's a lot of great athletes that play on these teams and they're gonna make great lawyers and doctors and uh, bill collectors 
and uh, states, peoples, persons, or whatever they call now that make bills and stuff for the cl- anyway. So uh, we'll call it. Okay, we're gonna talk about the now. real game, a yeah. real game that matters, a game that 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 I've been talking about for 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 months, and that's Tulane destroying UCF Knights, yeah, uh, uh, forty-five to twenty-eight. You, hey, 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 hey. American Athletic Conference Championships. I called it. I said it was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, go green wave, drowning them nights. That's the way it goes down. Uh, what would y'all say about that? I tell you what, Tulane had almost 650 yards of offense. I mean, it was beautiful to watch. Uh, they, they run the heck out of that ball. Uh, they had 10 yards of play. I don't even really know how to put that into words. All right, so first and 10, right? That, that's the first down. You get 10, 10 yards. Okay, every single play of the game, Tulane was getting a first down. I mean, they had 20 first downs on the day, uh, and it, it was awesome. I mean, they, like, Tulane Green Wave is fantastic. Uh, they played the the, the running Gusses and, and Gus Malzahn. Uh, they had 96 plays on the day, 28 points. Uh, you know, it's, it's Gus Malzahn. I mean, that's, that's just what he does. I mean, the guy ran almost a hundred plays, uh, however, lost by three touchdowns. So it is what it is. Uh, you know, a big win for Tulane. Willie Fritz has turned that program right around. Uh, they're going to be a contender in the future. Uh, and everybody better watch out for the green wave. Uh, you know, even though the uniform's blue, uh, you know, and, and to, to Tommy's point, you know, blue's a joke apparently. So I don't know. I would tell Tulane, stop, stop wearing feel. these powder blue, sissy blue uniforms. Get yourself a real man's uniform, like dark green. Yeah, what they, I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but teams do alternate uh, jersey colors, and that green is the other color. Uh, but yeah, uh, this, yeah, this yeah, the maybe guy you're saying that it's just a team. gimmick, that it, that blue is just a gimmick. Uh, it, it telling me uh, that a team wearing a powder blue uniform that's named the Green Waves not just a gimmick. I mean, it's it, look, Tulane is better than that. They they should be uh, taking themselves more seriously, and they should be a Green Wave. I mean, honestly, they sh- they should be wearing green. But, I mean, but what was was it more like a seafoam green? You know, just 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 like a little, you know, it's a seafoam. They do green. have you know, a regular green though. They they yeah, do have yeah. green, and they've got this weird blue color. They got more than one color. I mean, that's and when you 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 make fun of a team. I mean, God, they got teams out there with uh, multiple mascots. I mean, they got to stay Alabama. Both their teams got two different mascots. So, like, I you know, get well, yeah, out of because, you, know, you don't you know you don't want to be a, a tiger. Then you're just like LSU and Memphis and uh, Missouri and uh, uh, you know all the uh, and Clemson and all the fifteen other yeah yeah you gotta you gotta be you gotta be tiger. Yeah, yeah, you gotta be uh yeah. So oh, you yeah, get an eagle and you go war eagle and then you know a crimson tide. I mean, you know they wear crimson. I mean, at least yeah, they're yeah, true to the color. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, I mean, elephants. But, you know, yeah, the elephants are known for coming or surfing elephants coming in on you. Uh, yeah, everybody's nightmare. They're going to see a surfing elephant. I, yeah, that, didn't, that, that, yeah. didn't that happen in that Disney film Dumbo? Didn't he go surfing or something? I yeah, think probably. Was, and they don't, what are they? The, one, the ones that they put on the video shelves or something. Anyway, but let's get back on track here. And all, all due respect for, for Pumley, who threw for 209 yards for UCF. But Tulane did dominate that one. A former transfer from Notre Dame there, Lawrence Keyes at receiver, had a nice game as well. Uh, but they couldn't. Uh, the, 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 the Bowser uh, characters from uh, the, the video game, uh, UCF has got a video game character guy. 
Uh, but uh, Tulane looks like they're going to play USC in the Cotton Bowl is what it looks like. So, uh, yeah, we're going to see. Uh, maybe uh, USC learns how to tackle uh, because uh, if they they're going to have to. Tajay Spears is going to run all over them. Yeah. That, that's what's going to happen. That is what's going to happen. And speaking of USC, let's talk about that one. Oh, USC, old Lincoln Logs, you had hope. You had a little bit of hope. But then you got destroyed by the Utes. You got Utes. And, 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 and Cameron Rising lifting the, the, the Utes all over the Trojans. And he found money with Money Parks, who only had four receptions, but he had 88 yards. So it, what do y'all think about uh, uh, the, 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 the Pac-12 championship, fellas? Yeah, it's a USC soft as Charmin. Uh, you know, I, I loved watching that team uh, play defense. I mean, they are the kindest, warmest, gentlest football team you can ever imagine. I mean, every time that uh, Utah was running down the field and you thought this might be a 10-yard gain turned into 40, uh, I think they might have had six missed tackles on about every single play in that fourth quarter. Uh, but a lot of the guys were just trying to hug them. I mean, I could tell Caleb Williams was hurt. And the guy was hurt. He was emotional. He was sad. Uh, and look, USC needed consoling. Uh, and Utah had none of it. I mean, they were they were careless. Uh, they they just uh, threw him to the ground, uh, spiking the ball, uh, saying a lot of very uh, unprofessional and impolite things. Uh, and, and they just did whatever they felt like doing. And look, Lincoln Logs, uh, is just going to move on to next year. I mean, this game doesn't matter. Uh, that's what, that's what USC would tell you. None of these games matter. Uh, you know, we're just going to get, uh, keep on recruiting, you know, uh, something about a Trojan horse, uh, you know, something, something. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's all I, that's all I got. I mean, honestly, is, uh, if you need yourself a hug, go play USC. Yeah, I, I, I think, look, I think Caleb, uh, had a good game. 362 yards, uh, three touchdowns, one interception. So it's not like he was playing awful, considering the fact that he was on that bum foot, ankle, whatever. Uh, goes into the tent and, uh, I don't know, sees a, a, I don't know, maybe they put a bear in there or something like that, scare him back out in the field because he came back real quick. Uh, well, I mean, it is in yeah. California. You might have saw the flag or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they got a bear on a flag. Yeah, that's true. They could just wave the flag in front of him. Maybe he got, I don't know, maybe there was a combination. Maybe when he was a kid, he got chased on the street by a bear waving a flag. Like the California flag, bear waving a bear flag would be kind of scary, I guess. Uh, so that, yeah. So whatever carnival trick they had uh, playing there, they, they sent him out and, uh, but, uh, he didn't play defense. Uh, and, uh, also like, uh, he can't really, uh, help his uh, run. He tried to help his run game. Uh, he, he, uh, he had, uh, almost half of the team's rushing yards with 20 something, uh, which is pretty bad. And uh, Utah decided, uh, said, hey, yeah, we can run from here. We got a guy that's got uh, uh, Jaquindon Jackson and Mike Bernard. They're going to run all up and down. So, yeah, I mean, uh, eight yards yeah. a carry. I mean, that, that yeah. just tells you, like, what you're dealing with here. Look, the USC starting running back averaged two yards a touch. Uh, it's, it's, that's a rough day. Uh, and USC honestly just gives up on it. I mean, that's Lincoln Logs for you. Uh, you know, they were one for like a thousand on third down. Uh, and that's the problem with this, uh, is you can't beat a good team if every time you have to run the ball, you can only get two yards. I mean, you get out, you get out rushed by 200. Uh, you get blown out of the stadium. Uh, cause when it comes down to it, football is about ground and pound. Everybody loves a little air attack, you know, to, 
make the stats look pretty. Uh, but when it comes down to it, it's whether or not you can get a yard when you need it. Uh, ask anyone in college football uh, this year, and they can tell you a lot of these games come down to one play, one yard, uh, and that's not USC. USC's like Caleb Williams uh, running around and dancing and writing uh, profanity on his fingertips uh, and losing football games. Yeah, yeah, I, I think they should rewind some of the tapes at some of the casinos and look to see what uh, Caleb Williams was doing the night before with his foot. I just, uh, you know, I think that uh, you, you got you guys coming in from Los Angeles. They're, you know, they're flashy. They're, they're clubbers, like to go clubbing. And they're going to go to a clubbing city and play the championship game. You got these guys that are from Salt Lake City. You know, a lot of them might be Mormon which I still think they're kind of like closet party animals, some of them. But a lot of these guys are more blue-collar, like, let's get the job done kind of thing. We're not distracted by all the bright city lights. Uh, we like to look at, at our telescopes and uh, go for hikes. And so uh, you, you can't go for a hike in Los Angeles. You get uh, killed by a mountain lion or something like that or whatever. They they got, like, um, wolverines. Like, what, what animals... They got like big squirrels and what? What? What are some trail creatures? That, I don't. That, I don't yeah. go hiking, Tommy. I don't. I don't know what what is out there. Hiking seems like just way too much work for me. Unless there's a unless there's a bunch of squirrels and stuff that come up to me while I'm out at a uh, outdoor barbecue or something like that. I mean, you know, I, mean I, I hear stories. You know, you watch your 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 your, your friends send you the YouTube videos of somebody running into a bear or running into a coyote. Or somebody running into a, a mountain lion that's stalking them, and I'm like, "Hey, I, I don't ever have to worry about that unless the unless there's a bobcat coming up to me while I'm trying to uh, down some yeah. ribs. I mean, that's that's all I really do. I mean, if a bobcat comes to me while I'm eating some ribs, I'll give him a couple of ribs, you know, just to, you know, just to keep the peace. Yeah, you know some, I mean? sometimes you know, though, because the, the, the coyotes right on top of the bobcats. Dad, dadhood, that's the thing now. That the, 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 the coyote, you got a, a coyote, coyote bobcat combo coming at you, you know, like screaming at you like a banshee, chasing you down a trail. Dad, I imagine if you see that one. I mean, I'm never going to see that, Tommy. I'm not going to go into the woods to see such a thing. I mean, unless somebody sends me a video, somebody sends me a TikTok or something of, of, of a coyote, uh, and a bobcat, you know, uh, you know, doing, uh, rodeo tricks and whatnot. I'm not, I'm never going to see that. That's scary. They might have an, I might have a knife in his hand too. They, I mean, because he's got a knife in his paw coming at you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying that California, they, that, that's why they stay inside and go partying. And uh, Utah, you can go and hike and not have those problems. You're looking at like the elk and the, the caribou uh, creatures. But uh, yeah, anyway, but I don't. I'm kind of getting off the. We're getting off the rails here, pals. Uh, so uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's my take. You 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 put those guys into Vegas, and that's what happened. Let me break in here for a second. I got to give a couple little awards here. Uh, I got to give my uh, Tommy's Pick Monster Award, and uh, I think you guys know where this one's going. Uh, I give it to uh, UMass quarterback Brady Olson. Threw for 791 yards, uh, eight p- picks, and uh, that's like driving down uh, the field from your one-yard line, going all the way and having it picked right in the end zone and multiply it by eight times. Uh, but, uh, no, I'm kind of being misleading. From the same team, Campioti threw, uh, was averaging 43 yards per interception. But then Bill Atkins said, I can top that and do one every 42 yards. But then Cole Freeman from Northwestern said, I'll do it in 36. So a pick for every 36 yards is pretty impressive. Uh, Northwestern is known for their corral of quarterbacks. 
Uh, and then uh, uh, want to just give a shout out to Clay Millen and want to send you some Tylenol uh, for the Colorado State Rams. Took 53 sacks this year, and he's a freshman. So he's got uh, several more years there to play there in the Mountain West uh, with a 31.6 quarterback rating. So he's uh, he's sending all of his old linemen uh, basically uh, a, a plaque that screams help. Well, I mean, he would need it. I mean, oh, you got you 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 need uh, he he needs help. Uh, he he probably needs uh, you know a, a coach that will you know somehow be like, hey. We we might want to do something with the old line, you know. I mean that's I mean he that's what he needs. Uh, it, it, yeah, he needs to get out of the sport before he dies. Look, people said the same thing about Kirk Cousins, right? I mean, Kirk Cousins was the kind of guy who uh, would just get knocked around like you thought this guy wasn't going to make it another play. Uh, you know, if you, if you go back in time, I remember uh, Michigan State playing Alabama one game. Uh, Kirk Cousins and uh, and his coach both were offended uh, by how hard Cousins was getting hit. Uh, and, and they didn't really do anything to stop it. They just got mad about it. And uh, But look, Kirk Cousins is in the NFL. The guy's basically undefeated. I mean, I would say Clay Millen, uh, that's your next stop. I mean, this is the future starting quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings, if you ask me. This guy can take a hit and keep on playing. A lot of guys in the NFL, you know, like Alex Smith, I mean, they take hits and you never see him again. I mean, you know, what what happened to that guy? Yeah. So, uh, you know, get some toughness in you, son. Well, he almost died on the field himself. So, uh, yeah, I, did, I think you're proving the point there, pal. Uh, so, let's, uh, yeah, let's get back to the uh, – yeah, the, the, okay, so uh, the LSU game, LSU Georgia. 50th. I mean, there really, there really isn't much to discuss there, cause LSU got uh, uh slapped around like 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 a like 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 you just a a, a bad thing. You like know, a, like a rag doll. One of your defensive linemen picks up with one arm and starts exactly. waving to the crowd. Hey, I just it, picked it, up the it's, quarterback. It's, it's like a, it's like you 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 go on a picnic, right? And you have a you, you you set your jacket down, and you yeah. you go to leave. You pick your jacket up, and it has a whole bunch of ants on it. And so you just ah, you just shake your jacket to get the ants off of. It's basically what Georgia did to LSU. It was just humiliating. It was horrible. And Brian Kelly, uh, you you better do something next year, uh, so such a thing does not happen again. Yeah, I would say you need to recruit some size. Uh, look, Georgia, Georgia had their way, uh, with this game. And, and honestly, uh, Brian Pullian, uh, definitely struggling a little bit, uh, being the special teams coordinator this year. LSU special teams let him down from the start. Uh, they, you know, got another field goal blocked, uh, and, and then decided that the play was over. But if you've ever watched football before, you know that a field goal that does not make it, uh, out of bounds is still alive. That's how it works works uh you can ask you can ask a lot of teams that uh, may have missed a field goal and watch somebody return it all the way back for a touchdown that has happened uh in the conference this team plays in uh but apparently lsu doesn't watch a lot of football so uh no one was aware and they just let georgia walk the ball down the field for a touchdown and then it just was downhill from there uh, but, uh, I would say LSU, uh, you know, uh, should definitely do something about these games cannot be played in Atlanta. If Georgia's going to be this great football team, you got to stop playing the championship game in Atlanta. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, they put this thing in Orlando, uh, Hawaii. I don't oh, care. Orlando. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere, somewhere that, uh, I mean, that, that might be like a Florida Gators thing, but uh, the Gators aren't making it to any games of any importance anytime soon. So I, I would say, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, I don't I'll know. Say, I'll, say Bran- I'll say Branson, Missouri. That's good. It's, it's, a, lo- it's a lovely town. Yeah. I mean, everybody can come up there. It's a lovely place to be. Branson, see a good Missouri. show. Yeah. See a good yeah, show. I mean, see a good show. I eat, mean, some, you know, eat some okra. Family. Exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a lovely place. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, but if we got anything else to say about the Georgia well, look, LSU game? Uh, not so much, but look, look, Georgia is uh, number one in the nation, best team in America, yada, yada, yada. I mean, everybody knows all this. It's been that way for a while. Uh, LSU had a great season, uh, but maybe they should have backed out of this game. I mean, you know, it, it just, it wasn't worth doing. I mean, honestly, it's just, it's just not worth playing Georgia anymore. Uh, and, and I feel the same way about Ohio State. I mean, they're coming down for this BCS game. That game's going to be played in Atlanta as well. Uh, you got to stop letting Georgia play games in Atlanta. It's not right. I mean, the stadium is just absolutely full of these people who don't know if they're a Falcons fan or a Bulldogs fan because the Bulldogs are ripping off the Falcons logo and their colors. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, think about and, that one. And, it's, and they're yeah. taking, yeah, they're taking Green Bay's G or Grambling's G, really. Uh, yeah, so they're, they're, they're taken from a historic college or a historic uh, NFL team, either way, right? I mean, that's that how long is George? Well, George has probably been around since the 1800s themselves. I don't know what I'm saying here. But no, I would say this real quick, though. I, I say LSU did. They put up some yards with two different quarterbacks. Uh, Daniels had 208 yards. Uh, and then uh, they bring in uh, Nussmeyer, uh, whose dad's now the quarterback's coach at Dallas Cowboys uh, with, with the glorious uh, Dak Prescott. Uh, and Cooper Rush, uh, not the, yeah, I uh, can't forget about Cooper Rush. Did a pretty good job there. But, uh, was a former, uh, coordinator there with LSU. So the kid there, uh, put up, uh, anyway, uh, 294 yards. So 502 yards in the air between two quarterbacks. They just don't have anybody that can really rush the ball too much. So, uh, that, that's the problem. They got young O line, young D line. They're just outmatched by experience and size. So, yeah, I, I think that it's good that they played, uh, that it showed their team some adversity. Uh, should we talk about the uh, other blowout game? Oh, Michigan Purdue. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about it. I mean, look, uh, Purdue was in it. I mean, they were in it. This was a one-point game at halftime. And the Boilermakers brought everything they had. Uh, Jeff Brom's a great play caller. I mean, this guy this guy is doing a fantastic job with the Purdue Boilermakers. They were king of the West, uh, which wasn't much to speak of for. But, you know, still they're the best. I mean, can't get around that. Uh, and, and honestly, this this kind of this kind of stuff is uh, – this is what makes football great, right? I mean, you get your opportunity to take down Goliath. Sometimes you come up a little short. Other times, maybe you maybe you do it all, right? Maybe you pull out the, the magic. You pull out every trick in the book. And that's what Purdue did. I mean, they had fake punts. They had they had uh, plays uh, that you've never seen before. I mean, they, they honestly pulled out every trick they had. Uh, but it just wasn't enough to beat the Wolverines. Jim Harbaugh staring in the camera from six inches away, scaring everybody on earth. I mean, I can't. I can't imagine having to play for that guy. Uh, but Michigan, uh, they play like Jim Harbaugh coaches. It's intense, disciplined football. Uh, and honestly, Purdue got sick of it and left. And I don't blame him. Well, dad, dad, yeah, that's what he, uh, when he was a kid, his mother used to dress the scarecrow out in the field with khakis. And uh, that's how he got the idea that I'm going to be scary with the khakis. Uh, but I'll say this, work smarter, not harder. Purdue won that game in every category except scoring. 
456 yards versus 386. They had 217 first downs versus whatever uh, uh, Michigan had. In 33 minutes versus 26, they led in possession. So they were uh, putting up numbers, just not the ones that counted, and that's the score. So, uh, and speaking of home games, that was down in Indianapolis and Lucas Oil, which is pretty much a home game for Purdue. So, but they, they couldn't pull it off. Hey, yo, hey, 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 everybody was worried a couple uh, weeks ago about how they're going to do anything without Blake Corum. Oh, they found a way. They found Donovan Edwards, who just ran amok all over Purdue. I mean, just left and right. Just, I mean, everything you yeah. can think of, they, they could not stop him. What he had, like, around 200 or something yards, something like that. Just just left and right, just running up the middle, running around the side, running around everywhere. He, he dominated, dominated yeah. them. Yeah, they told Cole on the phone, we're going to dream, we're going to bring your draft stock down there, pal. They're going to say, oh, it wasn't uh, all you. It was your team and your system. Watch that guy drop. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so uh, let's uh, – you guys want to wrap this one up here? We got uh, – We got the other big championship game, the Dr. Pepper Big 12 championship, KSU versus TCU. And KSU won. Yeah, that's the that's the summary of it. I mean, but I mean the 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 bottom line here, TCU didn't care about this game. They knew it didn't matter uh, because look, Big Twelve never even had a championship before. They knew it was pointless. No one wants to be in these games. There's no reason to play them. I mean, you're either a good team or you're not, and uh, and winning this game doesn't prove anything. Thank you, Mister Dykes, uh, uh, for for your sentiments on the game. Me personally, I, yo, I, I mean, KFC uh, came out there and just completely stomped them. Then it, it would be a big thing, but you know, but KSU let them come back, let them come back. They were down eleven in the fourth quarter, let them come back, tie the game. It's just that you know, a little bit of iffy play calling in the in, in overtime for uh, TCU. But I mean, you know, it, 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 what, 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 what do you think about that one? Uh, I'd say I, one thing I'm sick of is these these goal to go situations where you need like one foot and then you run it shotgun. Why why are you snapping the ball five yards back when you need to advance it by you know 18 inches? Somebody explain why why a, a guy can't simply line up under center uh, and lean forward with the ball in his hand for the touchdown? Why why do you need to snap it five yards back and then decide which hole to go in when you could just simply take the football and then uh, hold it forward and win? Uh, explain that one to me. Yeah, it's a goal line RPO. That is as simple as that. It's just yeah, yeah. You give them. You need uh, eighteen court. inches. Uh, look, Tommy. It's not. You don't need an RPO. You don't need to make this. Then it's not confusing. I mean, you just simply you snap the ball, you put it under your arm, and then you take a step forward and you fall on your face and you win the game. That's easy. That's how you do it. It's always been done that way. It yeah. doesn't need to be changed. And everybody, you know, Sonny Dykes is like I don't know, trying to mastermind the universe. Uh, he, he managed to beat the Big Twelve. I mean, I give him credit for that. Uh, but he couldn't beat Kansas State in the championship. So uh, at the end of the year. TCU is going to get demolished. Uh, they're not going to be the champions uh, of the Big 12 or national uh, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, have fun, TCU. I, I don't, I'm not a horn frog guy myself. I, I, I'm more of a bullfrog guy. So I don't, I don't have a, I don't have any uh, dog in this fight. Yeah, I, I think Dugan uh, let the uh, orange Julius Prince get in his head. Uh, I think that with the picks and uh, congratulations to him. Because uh, he did the same thing uh, with the, the remember the food court hookup that was going on there in that game that they had against Oklahoma State when uh, Colonel uh, Pick Dispenser Sanders uh, decides to throw it right to Orange Julius Brents 
Uh, so uh, Br uh, Brent's having a great year. I think that he got into uh, Dugan's head. I think they got into all the heads. And uh, but yeah, to, to you guys' point, that that this was kind of like a that was a, a pointless game where you could get your players hurt and you postpone possibly uh, a, a, a you know fi a firing and a hiring of a coach. Uh, did happen this year, but it could happen next year. I mean, it could happen. Exactly, exactly. And I just want to talk about one more game. Oh, no, we're, here we go again. Well, we're going to talk about one more game. Of course we are. Go ahead. Well, we're going, to, we're going to talk about Please. Clemson over Tar Heels. All I want to talk about, all I want to say, why, where were y'all hiding Clubnik? That's all I'm saying. You, you, you had old Cade Clubnik, 20 or 24, 279 yards, touchdown, threw all over the place. Where were y'all hiding Clubnik? Y'all should have had Clubnik all year. What What's the deal? Well, I mean, look, DJ, DJ knew some things and, and, and Debo knows that. And, and DJ, uh, you know, I, I'd say DJ has been holding him over his, uh, Debo's head for, uh, you know, a few months. And, uh, this story will probably come out, uh, you know, you're going to hear about it in social media, but, uh, but look, Kate Kobanek finally got his opportunity. You know, he told D, you know, Debo finally stood up for himself, said, DJ, you're not the one that runs this team. It's me. Uh, I am Debo Sweeney, the most important man in South Carolina. Uh, and, uh, I'm choosing Cade. Cade, go in the game uh, and do what you're going to do. Look, Cade Klubnik throws 60-yard bombs. The guy's amazing. He was the number one high school prospect coming out of uh, his class. Number one quarterback prospect. I mean, he, he's the guy. I mean, so what? He's a freshman, and he looks like he probably is not even 160 pounds yet. And he's got an arm uh, from hell, uh, and, and it's going to destroy the rest of the ACC next year. So uh, you just got to see a little a little preview of it. Uh, North Carolina was the second best team, uh, apparently. Uh, but honestly, they were garbage. Uh, so I, I would say Kate Klubnik, uh, you know, that could be a Heisman winner next year. Yeah. What, what, what's this whole like dance hall thing going on here? You, you, you're, you're replacing DJ with a Klubnik. I mean, get, get out of here with this garbage. Next thing you're going to have, you're going to have uh, Joe dancing pants. It's going to be your next quarterback. So it's, yeah, but uh, I think, uh, I think that Tom Herman's going to get on the phone there now since he got hired to Florida Atlantic and get uh, ukulele down there. Uh, just cause he needs a warm body to throw a ball. Cause he's probably going to be throwing some picks, uh, like he did with anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, but, uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think uh, 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 our favorite Bowberry Biscuit might have gotten in the way with a coach there that seems to like him. Uh, the Mac Brown, I think, was just distracted by Sugar Plums dancing in his head. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's this time of year when uh, us portly fellows think about sweet treats uh, and not winning games. And uh, so, uh, yeah, I'll just say that there. Uh, yeah, I'm calling out my kind. Yeah, I mean, I love a sweet treat as much as anybody, uh, but I still am not going to just take uh, getting destroyed by Clemson lightly. Uh, so I hope Mac Brown, when he's finished with his sugar plum fairies and all of his all of his sweet little uh, treats, uh, gets back to coaching some real football because North Carolina had an opportunity in this game to be a champion, and instead they let a freshman quarterback who's also uh, great and all that, uh, you know, basically kick him out of the club, uh, and it, it wasn't even pretty. Uh, uh, and it was a disgrace. Uh, so, Mac Brown, have, have fun in the alley uh, with all your cupcakes and uh, and your danishes uh, and get to work. And that's the end of the game. Thanks for clicking and tuning in the time in with me, Ricardo Lungus, with me, Anthony North, Tommy Crenshaw. T, 
TTFN.